Ryan, mate, welcome to the show. Good to have you here. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Here Glad for here. another job box session where we're sitting down with Hospitality Legends. Jerry, yes. how do you know Ryan and why, out of all the people in Belfast, why, why, is, why is Ryan's story? So, why am I here, so Jerry? <laughs> Absolutely. I was over the moon whenever you said yes, because your story is just unbelievable. Um, and, and, and how you've brought Rome to where it is and the restaurant in the city centre for basically someone who had no interest in cooking. Initially, anyway, till no, 100%. The, the Lisbon Road and started peeling vegetables. Ah, that's <laughs> it. Um, I, uh, like any kids, you know, finished school and my dad, my dad gave me gave me grief about getting the job. So I was working here, then everywhere, doing all sorts. Of, I've worked everywhere, like, you know, yeah. um, retail and, and doing other bits. Um, and then I end up, I actually end up making a, doing a job up in um, Poe Glass and Dutchman State, making curry paste. Oh, unreal. Right. So that was kind of my first introduction to cooking. It wasn't really cooking like you were throwing, you know, 100, yeah, that been 100 kilo of flour yeah. and 25 <laughs> kilo of sugar and everything else, curry powder and then mixer and then come back a couple of hours later it was finished. But um, yeah, and then left that, the hours were crazy. Just thought the was bad, that was worse. Um, and then started working uh, Lisbon Road, Slims. Yeah. Brilliant. Just, and then that, that then sort of gave you Sort of a wee bit, a wee bit of interest, a wee bit of love for the kitchen, then. I like. Or did you did you get out of it again then? No, no, that was it. Um, was it? Went in there. It was just another job. Didn't see it yeah. as like you know doing me bits of wash and dishes, whatever else, and then doing bits of prep. Um, felt like it made a, a chance. Like you know was, they needed they needed a hand, and yeah, they needed all bits done. So I was like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do this. New nothing. <laughs> like I mean nothing. At all, like, like when you say nothing, like, I like, mean, are you making like beans and toast for your lunch, or could you at least know how to like cook for yourself? I mean, I would have knew how to like um, fresh steak, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, if like they sent me in one time, get courgettes, didn't know what they were in the fridge. Epic. You ever see that one where Patrick Swayze's in the thing? Yeah. <laughs> that was well, me. I think, I think I read somewhere you said you would have burnt soup, honestly. <laughs> did, didn't know how to make soup, like yeah. you know, a standard soup. Basically, I was like, I was like, Fuck, I'm nervous making this here, type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, that's where that's where it started. Um, and it wasn't for a while after doing it, you realise how much I didn't know. Yeah. After you run it about a year, you think this is sweet. I know what I'm at here. <laughs> uh, like still, still don't like still like you're constantly learning every single day. So, um, yeah, that was that start of it. And then whenever you sort of you left her, is that when you joined up with Gemma? Yeah. So Gemma actually ended up coming to work in Slims. I stayed in Slims. I was working there about f- five and a half years. Um, so started out doing sort of prep jobs and everything else and then went down in the service kitchen um, then got a real taste for it that's when I started really yeah. enjoying it the fast pace you know um, and then Gemma came to join us um, she was in Old Crawford's Berlin and then um, yeah she came down to join us there for a couple of years uh, and then she moved on done other things I kept in touch with her um, and then asked her if she want to come and uh, work in Output Mummy yeah brilliant, brilliant. we brunch restaurant um Heavily focused on pastries and stuff too, like you know, and Gemma's that's yeah. her that's her thing, like so. Yeah, it was a good fit. She came out for for a couple months. And then um, was that up until when sort of COVID hit? Um, a wee bit before that, I think it was January, January twenty twenty. Maybe I left, or maybe the year nineteen. Um, yeah, I can't I actually can't remember it. Um, so yeah, I left there. I went on done went on another brunch thing up in uh, up in Finnegate, Abnishire, done calf, opened oh, that up, got that going. Um, and then it was then I was like 
still doing the pop-ups on the side. So it was like then I was like, let's 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 get this yeah. thing going here. Um, so it, you, you'd already started the pop-ups up? Pop-ups were going for four years, yeah. Started in 2018, first one was October. Um, Tony and Jens and Lisbon Road's not there anymore. Just met Tony outside, actually. Funny, like, oh, just work no. in here, yeah. He was the first person to let us um, take over his space. Brilliant. So eternally grateful to him. Um, yeah, the first pop-up was terrible. <laughs> 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 I, I felt sorry taking money off people at the end of it. Um, felt terrible for us anyway. Uh, everything all planned out. and Spent weeks creating a menu and everything else. And never worked in the kitchen, never used any equipment. Yeah. And it just dragged on for, seemed like for everything. It was about three and a half hours. Yeah, five course tastes menu like, but it just it dragged their phrases. But I mean, it must. I mean, it must have been really difficult because each pop up was in a different venue, so you're working with different ovens. You work crazy. It's it's the worst idea ever. <laughs> it's like the opening night of a restaurant every, every single night. time. Oh, pop up. Yeah. So like, cert, like if you don't have absolutely everything you need there and then, you're snookered. Um, but it must be a brilliant learning experience. Then. You learn so much. You're getting everything thrown at you. You learn so, like we learned so so much, like how to, uh, like down to everything, how to work with people, how to manage people, how to manage your space, your time, you know, or being organised. Like uh, that's it was totally about it, being organised. Yeah. Like, so yeah, um, I, I don't miss it. And then I'm assuming <laughs> and guessing that the name Rome came from the fact that you weren't in one venue exactly that uh, let me Jerry you've done your homework this is unbelievable I, I could have just like not showed up <laughs> we were joking before Jerry's running the show he sets him up and I'll speak him um, <laughs> love that so yeah so you, you literally were you were roaming around and then yeah we were, we were trying, to, trying to come up with a name um, and the title of my fiance she was just like going through all different ones and the first 40 names were terrible and um, one some short, short and sharp, and you know, snappy, easier, easier to remember, you know. And then that was room, yeah, made sense. Class. And it does, as you said, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It sort of it describes what the business. Obviously, my first name, you know, ran and the the R thing. People try and like do like, what does ran? <laughs> yeah, what does this stand for? Uh, what does this mean? <laughs> and then you're like, no, no, it's just because the room about moved about. It's yeah, more simple than that. Yeah. So you're how old were you when you you took the first job? Not the curry paste job, but the slim job. Slim job, I probably uh, nineteen maybe. So you're nineteen. You're you know you're a young guy. You haven't really done much cooking before. What is it about the the trade that made you stay in it? Because you could have just bounced to another job. Yeah, um, there's lo- loads really, all of it. Um, the, the unknown, like not knowing anything, kind of gave me a bit of a buzz to learn more. Do you know what I mean? If you've been working on, say, a retail job, working in Zara, folding suits, and there's not much more I can do here, but fold these suits really well. Mm, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So then I got, like, the more you started learning, the more you started knowing, like, the more you realised you didn't know anything still. Um, you go and pick up a book and you're reading they're like I didn't even know this ingredient existed or this method or you know there's there a whole on the one side of it um, the crack in the kitchen I was working with people I knew it was like unbelievable like getting the list of tunes all day <laughs> just the the relaxed side of it um, I loved because that's the place I was in it was very casual um, so yeah I loved I loved the whole side of it um, and the, the amazing people you meet it has to be out of all the hospitality jobs, I would say the kitchen has to be the most demanding and high pressure. It is. Um, 
I always kept myself in decent enough shape playing football constantly, so it's sort of similar in that way. Yeah. You know, you have to be up ready, ready to go when it's come service time. Um, yeah. And there's a fellow I work, I work with for five years, Colin Andrews. He's like an OGE chef, like he's the original working yeah. working schoolhouse in Bangor. So he's been about the been about and he sort of ignited the fire to there was much more to do, like you know, he yeah. So working alongside him really yeah. made made drama. Yeah, and even even with you being self taught and learning as you went along, but you must have a good palate. You must have a good sense for flavors and food and taste. I so alongside that, I had eating out was like I just loved eating out. Oh yeah, I was like a foodie before it was cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Loved going to the restaurants. Loved knowing about the people that worked in the restaurants, the chefs. Brilliant. The story and how they got there and where they worked previously, it was just in it. Just loved it so much. Loved drinking wine too. Yeah. <laughs> and both go hand in hand. Um so a lot of my learning as well came from eating out, travelling, going to good restaurants and destinations. So yeah. That, that, that's that a, that's a brilliant foundation to have because you'd already had a Well I like going like travelling and eating good food. Yeah. Like there's not much better things to do in life, <laughs> do you know what I mean? True. Yeah, True. trying to find out the good restaurants in, in whatever city you're in and, and yeah, that's that's so then when, when the pop-ups obviously started to get better and better. Yeah. Um, and then COVID came along, so uh-huh. you couldn't have a pop-up. So yeah. Is that when the collect... That's when the boxes came, yeah. Um, I've seen a few other ones doing it. And I was like, well, I won't do Don't know. Um, didn't know if I had enough of like a, a name sort of, or a platform whatever yeah. for it. Because um, like big restaurants were doing it in the city centre. I remember like, Big Dino doing it. Oh, I. Yeah. they done it. Um, a Peak done it. Ox done it. Uh, Mothers didn't do it. Um, a couple of our ones, yeah. Noble done really well. Noble stocked. Um, I think they're still doing it. Um, so I, we were just like him and Han, where it would be a good idea. And it says, "Well, do one, see how it's on." You know, thankfully it went well, sold out, and everything else. Um, and I enjoyed it then because you know, it's middle of a pandemic. There's not much else happening, <laughs> so I just spent my time trying to think of like nice creative ways to to get a good a good meal in someone's kitchen. Like it does really have experience, so. Yeah, done the whole brilliant. The whole steps, the whole hard twos, part of playlist with it. Done, done. Wow. I, I, yeah. I thought that was one of the most amazing things that you created a playlist. Yeah, to go with the food you were sending out. Because the way I, I, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, the the whole thing about the pop ups was like the atmosphere it creates. Yeah, it's not like it wasn't like sitting in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You were like on a night out. The music was loud. There's people up dancing. People singing. You know. There was drinks getting shook here and everywhere. It was it was really something different. Like so, yeah. we wanted to still create that, like give yeah. give that good buzz, like while having a meal. So, yeah. I suppose at the end of the day, the whole thing about the reason people go out to a restaurant, it's not just for something deep. It's the whole experience. It's an event every time. Exactly, it's yeah. an absolute event. So, because like we we would have took advantage of some of the the collect the, the meals going out, collect and collect, yeah, and, and it, they were brilliant. But I always stipulate, he's mean, when we get this. We're not sitting in front of the TV eating it. You have to sit. sit <laughs> That's what we'll it was make, all about. Yeah, and we'll make as if we are out in a restaurant. Yeah. We sort of we'll su- just we suggest we suggest a table setup. Suggested what sort of crockery to use. Brilliant. You know, um, yeah. So we wanted to create that sort of dining out experience because there wasn't much else happening. Like, yeah. and people were looking forward to this. You know, sort of. We used to do them every. We done them every month for a while, and then started getting really popular. Started them every two weeks. So. Um, and then there was one Valentine's Day. He's done 160 on Valentine's Day. Aye, aye, it was that's some going like it was. Uh, it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was me and Natasha doing it. Like just yeah. 
the cooking bit was fine. You used to that, but see the boxing up, all the wee oh, bits, man. all different elements, and trying to keep them all separate, and yeah. they're getting cooked differently and chilled different. Oh, it was, it was mental. But obviously doing Chateaubriands, um, because it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, searing them all off and wrapping them up, and oh Jesus, it was, it was something like it's crazy. Aye. So rough. you talk about like you know being a foodie before it was cool. Where did you? What's a non-wanky way to say this? I'll just say it in a really wanky way, and you can you can correct me. Like, when did your palate first awaken? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. were some of the early experiences where you were like, here, see this food thing? Like, beyond like going and getting a big, like, nice like a big burger. Uh, you know what I, mean? I love them too. Like, I love dirt, love the filth. Like, yeah. I love it. I love it all. Like, all of it. Um, but uh, eating out knocks, eating knocks, just just changed everything. I, I, I obviously went. We started eating ox, started going to different cities and trying to find out business star restaurants. But eating there first, I was yeah. like, this is a different level here. Yeah. This is this is insane. So, like, talk to me about that because him and I could go to Ox today, uh, right? We could eat it and we'd be like, I, that, 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 was, that was nice, like, wasn't it? And then that's it. That that's nah. Our life doesn't change. No light bulbs go off on our head. Like, what was going on with you there? I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, 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 tend I to agree. Eat, you'll be yeah. sitting in this room looking about you and you'll be like something special's happening here yeah. like it's truly truly special so um, eating there and then I left Slim's Mental working Mother's Club just went for a week um, it was enough it was mental at the time yeah long long hours wasn't ready for it um, but doing that and then just seeing like seeing like the respect that these people have for ingredients mm. yeah. you're just like this is a whole world here this is a whole new world that I I can tap into. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the more you eat in these places, the more no, spicy it gets. I mean, I, I love going out for meals. I love the whole experience. It's not even just the food, it's the whole experience yeah. of good service, good wines, brilliant food, well presented. It's just, it's the total experience. And I think the one that had me similar maybe with you with Ox, and I've been to Ox and I've had that same experience mm. in Ox and the Mulder's Club. The one that had it for me was McNeen's House in Blackland. I haven't been. Heard all about I it. Was, I was just hard, harder to do that. Hard that they just ignited my whole palate with mm. this amazing food. There's nothing. you know that you can never do when you go home. Mm. That's what it's about. It's about food you can never recreate exactly, in the yeah. house or even in a... And some restaurants, like, you know, it really, you're, I find myself laughing sometimes. <laughs> what is <laughs> happening here? This is mental, but yeah. So it's just, yeah, there's there's very few things better than having a, a memorable meal, like totally, a glass totally, of wine, totally. especially with someone sitting across the table from me. You, and you like? is your girlfriend, who we've just found out you're marrying at the end of this week. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm getting married in Friday. She's the same, foodie the she's same. She's the same. Yeah. Uh, Ox Obsessed, really loves Mother's Club, yeah, so... Yeah, loves it now. Loves it. And is that where you get? Because I mean, I'm lucky enough I've been to Rome a couple of times, mm -hmm. and the present. I mean, the food's obviously amazing, brilliant, but your presentation's outstanding. Yeah, we try to keep it like simple. Yeah, like we probably do. It's a bit more casual, a bit more laid back. Um, so try and keep it like simple, and the way it falls, it falls type thing. Yeah. You know, don't try and be too RC about it. Like you know, try and keep the tweezers to a minimum. But it always looks. Stunning when it arrives and Aye, but I think, your table words. I think that's simplicity the though. Table well. it's, uh, the the crockery's good and yeah. you know the, the wine glasses are 
they're a clean farm. Um, so trying trying to keep them um, yeah. pricey, but um, trying to keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple and just it's all about flavour. Worry about and what it looks like. The flavour, and you're obviously into the detail as well with all those. Hundred percent. I think along. I think our food is like very punchy. Everything there's nothing that sort of gets lost. Like you, you'll yeah. taste Everything. each individual yeah. element, and hopefully they come together. Like in the end. Um, Try and make each of them really tasty, and then that'll. And it's exciting as well. Yeah, because I mean, like, trying to do something new. You go, my God, that's unbelievable! Like, how, how do you get this flavour? I don't, you know, it's fantastic. Like, absolutely. And humble, humble enough ingredients too. Like, trying to keep. Yes. It, yeah. And you're very much in the local ingredients as well. Definitely, I think it's it's a way to go, especially um, if you're looking into like you know the effect on the planet and everything else. So, I think using local ingredients will push here. Even better. Yeah. If no one's banned from these, you know, artisan farms, small growers, like mm. they're not going to be there. So yeah. it's it's very important to, yeah, to buy from them. So then, how do you come from like self-taught, learn yourself, and uh, doing the pop-ups, and then doing the the click and clacks, and then having your own city centre restaurant at a time when I, I have to say that must have took an amazing. Some will say brave, and some will say very stupid. Um, but yeah, it felt it, time is everything. It felt like the yeah. time for us to do it, and not getting so any, good not getting any younger. I knew, yeah. I knew myself what what it was going to be, what it was going to look like, yeah. and I knew it was somewhere I want to eat. So I feel like some other people would enjoy it too. Do you know what I mean? You'd already built up your team by this stage, hadn't you? Handpicked our team. We already worked with all these people. Knew what their capabilities were, um, yeah. and had a, a bit of a following. As long as they were starting from scratch, yeah. You've been doing pop-ups four years, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I think one of the most important things you said was that they were as passionate about the totally. restaurant as what you were. Oh, they pushed as that, much as me, 100%. That, that makes things happen. Yeah, sous chef are incredible. Um, pastry chef's unbelievable. Front of the house, restaurant manager, Anthony, as you know, yep. on the ball, can't say. Barman looks amazing, Shauna run the... Yeah, so everybody's totally committed to it, like, and up for it. And it's, it's, you know yourself, you can go and have a great meal with the services. Yeah. they'll be like I'm not coming back here yeah. yeah so it's and they all it's everything part of totally they were there yeah, they're, they're there day, day, one. day one they've done yeah. they've worked at Powell's transferred that in coming and working yeah. in the restaurant like, so it's it's as much as them as it is me you know what I mean and then the awards must have just started yeah because you said they won everything didn't they <laughs> no one um, no one best newcomer um at the Irish the restaurant awards. Restaurant awards, yeah, for Anthem and then won it for Ulster as well. So it was it was nice, like um, it was our first time ever going to the awards, like so it was, it was really nice to pick something up. Um again some incredible restaurants too. Yeah. So yeah, it was lovely. Lovely to be on like a sort of national scale, I suppose. Got a couple totally, of nice write ups yeah. in Irish Times and that. So yeah, it's nice to be recognised for the hard work like too, you know. So And George George Main's certainly a big fan. Can't get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep him out like yeah. <laughs> It's pressure, obviously. Him, he comes in, dines fairly, fairly enough, and he keeps it quite casual. But you're still, still have to be on your toes. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's yours, men or Joe Blogs, anybody you want it to be. Exactly, just for yeah. everybody, yeah, hundred percent. And I think, I think it sort of is a restaurant for for kind of everybody. Like you know, it's not overly pretentious. It's not you know. It's, oh, it's totally chilled out. It's and totally chilled out, and and relaxed. And yeah, good food. And but with top end food, just good, really good ingredients. Yeah, yeah and try and have. A nice influence on them, and I said, like you know, we don't, we don't take ourselves too seriously either. Like you know, it's yeah. it's a nice it's a nice gap to go in. Like so, so again, that like transition, like uh, I really liked what you said about how it was the 
the desire to learn and the desire to like not be a noob. That's the way my brain kind of processed it that yeah. kept you going. How do you go from like, okay, now I want to own a place, now I want to get into the business of hospitality rather than just working inside it, if that makes sense? I don't, it actually wasn't so much owning a, owning a business that drove me to open a restaurant. It's really strange. Um, I'm not massively into that side of things. Sure. You know, numbers and all that stuff's not my gig like. Um, I just wanted to have a place that I could do what I want. Mm. Yeah. On the menu. Have no like have no owner saying, oh, I don't know if that's going to work. Or yeah. you need to work these hours, you need to do this. Because um, it's going to work all the hours on the sun anyway, so it doesn't yeah. make a difference. Um, so I wanted to just do something that I could do for myself. Mm-hmm. Do everything that I wanted to within that space um, and make decisions for myself rather than having to list someone else. So that was that. Um, the food side of things, we wanted to have total control of the menu, mm-hmm. total control over the cocktail cocktail list, the wine list. Um, so that was that. That's and and everything complements everything, which is Yeah, it all, well. it all works. Like, it, all, it all, like... Yeah, as you say, it all comments each other. I think so anyway. Um, it's all sort of similar style and stuff. Um, yeah, the cocktails and all are obviously, you know, are, 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 are very high standard. And that's massive as well, like for what the kind of restaurant we are, laid back and chilled. And yeah. the music's a wee bit louder and, you know, it's a bit of a noisier room. And it all feeds into that, I think. Like So, yeah, we, that's what we wanted to create. Um, we didn't want to have to, like, stick to your traditional restaurant setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're saying they're like even you saying about the music being that wee bit louder and a bit of it, but it attracts all the age groups. They can be in, and there's been people in their seventies, and there's been yeah. people in in their teens, yeah, and um, and everybody enjoying the experience regardless. It's not for everyone, like yeah. We do you have people coming in saying it's that too loud in here? It's not for me. <laughs> Someone told me that I need to hang uh, mattresses off the ceiling, the soft furnishings. I keep getting mentioned as well. I'm like, that's not, it's not worth it. Like. It's not worth it. <laughs> You can go like hundred other restaurants in the city. They're going to be a bit quieter and chilled out. And yeah, Rome is it is, but it's out there and it's bad self. It's out there being like mm. we're not trying to copy anybody else. We're trying to be anybody else. We just want to be ourselves and just do your own thing. And that, that's that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been crazy to walk in, you know, without opening a week and just looking around. It's kind of like we have ownership here. Like we can do what we want. We can. We can every all the ideas we had in our head. We now have a playground to make that happen. Uh, it it was mental. Those like weeks leading up, I was in painting, doing <laughs> fucking all 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 sorts of random stuff with the bag power hosing and and me and my dad are eight o'clock from eight o'clock in the morning one night up painting walls and doing everything else and pulling down doors and. I uh, the opening week you don't get a chance you don't get a chance to do that lovely romantic <laughs> wow look at this <laughs> everything like our gas thing turned on to like about six hours before we were in my dome and yeah obviously you have to prep everything and have yeah. everything ready we only done about 25 covers like a soft opening felt like 125 my goodness nothing's in the right place you know like Thought thought a pop up was bad, but these people that were now in my in, in a restaurant, looking looking really good food. Like so, yeah, it, it was it was mental mental first week, um, and then we sort of started getting their a bit. Obviously, kind of quieter when you're first open. The, there was no queues down the street or anything like that. Yeah. Um, lunches were quiet and evening times were, were dead on. Saturdays were always kind of busy, um, and then next thing you know, it was 
middle of November. Mm. Christmas parties, doing 50 for lunch and 100 <laughs> for, for dinner. Like, you're just like, this is absolutely insane. <laughs> that was mental. Um, so, yeah, there was no real no real moment. I get it now. Every, uh, Saturday night, I get a, I get, you know, I get a wee, I get a wee look, I lift the head up and have a wee look and be like, this is, this is cool, like, because um, the place is full, it's loud and it's buzzing and yeah. everybody's having the crack and people can't see feel the need to come to the pass and say, how much St. George, which is nice, it's open style that's kitchen. Lovely, yeah. That's brilliant when people do it. Open kitchen, people coming up and saying thanks very much or when they're walking past going to the toilet or anything else. Mm-hmm. They're always waving in, so it's, it's nice to still have that sort of yeah. interaction with the room and, and the, and the the guest, like, you know. Yeah, totally. And it's funny, you were saying earlier, like, when you were in Mulder's Club and it wasn't for you too long hours and all that, and I bet you you're actually doing more hours. <laughs> oh, aye, 100%. You, but when you're doing it's it for yourself, yourself, it's a different feeling. I wish, it, I wish I'd have stuck at it more to be fair. Mulder's was just, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but um, I wish I'd have given it, like, a good year or two, maybe, because yeah. you learned so much in, in, in there. But like, then, um, what... what what happens happens and maybe that's it it's just time and time and time and everything yeah, exactly, that's it yeah. 100% um, it just wasn't for me at that time yeah and then sure it worked and look, out look right. what's come out of it yeah, yeah so do you see another room in Dublin or nah I don't think so um, I don't no I couldn't probably recreate that yeah. where, where it is and what it is somewhere else I don't feel like anyway um because as I say, I was so close to so close to people who work there. Yeah, they get exactly what what it's about. What what it's about. What what we want it to be. Um, so it's, it'd be very hard to take out another city and transfer that energy into yeah. something. Um, and you don't want to open a restaurant just for the sake of opening another restaurant. No, I don't think so. Uh, I need to get this one right first mm-hmm. before I think about doing anything like that. Um, get 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 Rome open two or three years and we'll maybe do something else. I love that. I love Belfast. Yeah, I love. Everything about it. Um, I'd love to come here, like as a, as a city break or holiday, like for a week, and just go everywhere and do do all the things. That yeah, yeah. Tourists get to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We were. I was walking by the cathedral quarter last Sunday morning. It was lovely. People had their dogs out having coffees and restaurants, and you can see everything starting to get hustling and bustling and ready for the Sunday session. Like so. Yeah. I know. I, I love Belfast. So if anything else, I'm doing here, not not mm-hmm. another city. Like brilliant, brilliant. Talk to me about your location. Why did you go for where you are? Um. Toyed with the idea of opening up another road. Yeah, didn't think uh, Rome would have suited that sort of neighbourhood style restaurant. It was more like city centre, loud, busy sort of type thing. Um, and then looked at a couple of different locations, size, um, everything else. You know where it was. Um, I wanted a sort of like a box room. Everything was in front of you. The whole room was in front of you, so you could see and feel her how things were going yeah. and keep an eye on things and watch how guests receive the food and everything else so um, that was massive um, and at the time that was that's you know just stuck out man viewed a few different ones went and viewed one in uh, the cathedral buildings so the one just facing St Anne's or yeah. neighbourhood was yeah went and viewed that before them and just took small um, and it sure ended up having a burn down yeah. a disaster so um, yeah that one stood out. The street's a bit dingy. It's a bit of a back street, kind of. Um, but I really liked her. Her sandal was really close to city hall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Easy to get to. Lot of food traffic. So yeah, that was that was how the location came about. Yeah, brilliant. I like that it's not a sort of on the front of the road sort of thing. You have to walk past it and it catches your eye and 
people constantly looking to stop in to see the wine glasses in the window and they're like, oh, right, what's that there? <laughs> and even the fact that you're saying, did you ever get the same back whenever somebody stole it? Nah, it's 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 land the holy lands. Or somebody, has that, somebody, <laughs> has somebody has that. Somebody has that. Somebody has that. Some, someone has that. That's a trophy in, like, in their room. Like it's no use to them. But even the, the fact that you went for a very small saying that just you know it's not a big glory neon saying. No, shouting out those, no, that's not what we're just very about classy, too. So, yeah, sort of kind of want to be humble about the whole thing too. Yeah. Like you know, minimalistic. Um, cracking me saying I got a hand painted by a local artist, uh, and. It was just hanging on a wee hook, someone's club and someone's shoulders, and took it off and ran away and done it. But like, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm getting getting a new one made at the minute, so I've wee tampered one up now. But yeah, I like the street. I like didn't know the street until I worked for delivery for three years, and you're up and down that street like uh, no, like nobody's business. Yeah, and it felt I just come from New York at, at that time, had no money, so I was working for delivery casual and. That we street, it gave me a bit of like a New York vibe because it felt like you know in the movies where it's like the steam's coming Steam up from the sea. Exactly that's that. what it felt like exactly to me. Do you that. know what I mean? After physics too. <laughs> at night time, like there isn't much happening. There's nowhere else open by the time we close. Yeah. Um, sort of past half nine, ten o'clock, and there's people pouring out of our restaurant on this wee quiet street. Um, and nine times out of ten, there's wee busker at the top of the street, Joe, yeah. um, singing songs and. It's just a nice feeling to it. Um, it can obviously Belfast can be a bit dodgy at night sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm. But for the most part, that wee streets there it looks worse than what it is. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. So yeah, no, I really like location. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. And yeah. it's you talk about the foot traffic's mad. Like that Mental. street there, that's that's like pouring in the corn market. That's yeah. got to be the busiest point in Belfast. Like, and you're literally just offshooting off from it. Yeah, um, it's a nice wee connect to the city hall from like Cathedral Court as well. I think Belfast City Council are talking about doing um, doing a plan with five C's to connect all the streets called C. You know, Calendar Street, Castle Lane. They're going to yeah. connect all them, so Brilliant. that'll be nice to be a part of that too. Like, um, there's a lot going on in the industry too. But I suppose yeah, there's there's there is a big yeah. development. That'll happening. bring a lot of people. Anyway. Yeah, leave so, the people who are going to be working on it as well. Exactly. You know, it's not just the people you're shopping at. The thing I like about that street as well is you're not lost in a whole maria of like restaurants. Fenders or yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You sort of you get the chance to stand out that way, but as well. Kindly, yeah, because you have travel burger takeaway sort of thing. So it's a random street. Is that isn't there like a wee seam like a sew shop there uh, as well? She's a legend. The girl <laughs> That's that. unbelievable. She brings us lambs. She brings us lambs every month. She's so sound like. <laughs> Box of lambs, don't know why. One of her mates always has spare lambs, she says. Don't know how or why. But Got a lamb guy, who doesn't? <laughs> I know, I know she's not getting off a lamb tree. Like, <laughs> here, do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, no, she's lovely. And that wee, that wee shop's good to walk about in every now and again. Yeah. Makes you feel... Uh, Makes you feel a bit claustrophobic. Makes you feel organised about yourself. <laughs> you go in there, it's chaos. Like, um, yeah, but no, it's a nice wee street there, but all the, all the other um, businesses are... Sound and welcome mm-hmm. in the ring out, so yeah, and it gives a good community feeling as well. Hundred percent, the same people are about the street, and even the girls are working so bare all dead on. They're all constantly popping their head in, and deliveries getting delivered here, there, and everywhere. So yeah, it's it's nice. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's the biggest difference you'd say in Rome now in comparison to say that opening week? Like, is there like one big change or one big thing that that you've kind of as you've come into your stride, you're like, oh man, I wish we had a clock down that a bit sooner. Uh, I think um, us just being comfortable there and what we're doing, the food is just is went from being sort of okay in our eyes anyway. It was, we thought it was good. 
we thought it was class back then. Yeah. Looking back, we were very like, oh, we could have done this better. So I think the where the restaurants at now compared to where it was eight months ago, just all the, the overall finish to everything is yeah. better. Everything's just been tweaked up. Everything's just been tuned better. Yeah. The way we work's better. Um, we were doing way longer hours, um, trying to be over ambitious with the food we were doing. Sort of sat back and looked at it after Christmas, like we can streamline this, make it better, make it easier to work in. Um, and, you know, if it's easier to work in, happier staff, better end product, I think. Totally, anyway. totally. Yeah. But that's a learning curve that you go through. No, 100%. I mean, obviously, you do things and you went, you know what? We thought, as you say, thought that worked at the time. Didn't really, but if we do it this way. Thought we needed to add all these extra steps to, like, the, the product, what we're doing, the food. You know, the prep has to take this long, I have to do this, and I have to do this way. And, Really, if you look at it logically and be like, ah, oh, we could just do this and make that easier and don't have to make that sauce for three days. It can take, <laughs> it can take a couple of hours and still... So, yeah, um, just streamlining everything we're doing, really making it a better place to work. Yeah, I Brilliant. think that's I think that's where we're at. Like. And then your customers will realise that as well. Totally. Because if, if you get repeat customers, they're going to go, go here, last time it was good, but this time it was... Like off the scale. That's that's it. We, and then that's why we've had that. Back. Yeah, like people came in October, September, October, <coughs> and then they came back sort of January, February again. The difference in the food, I feel, was massive. Yeah. So yeah, Brilliant. um, yeah, definitely, but definitely a better place than what we were um, organized ways. Every everything, yeah, yeah. Everything. And you, you said before we hit record, you're. Is it Wednesday to Saturday? So you said Wednesday, Saturday, yeah, yeah, and so no Sunday. No Sunday. What was the thinking behind that? A uh, couple of different reasons. Um, the style of food we're doing. Uh, people giving people one weekday off to spend with other people. Yeah. And uh, their families and girlfriends and everything else. Because obviously, you're not seeing people Wednesday or Saturday. You're in in the morning. You're not leaving to twelve. You're not getting home to twelve o'clock at night. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That and then just. Yeah, just to have a life, really, like... Um. 100%. Because I think, I think that's important, especially in the hospitality industry, and it's coming more work, that people need a good life balance. Totally, and if you want... The way staffing is now, I mean, if you want to hang on to people, you have to ha offer something attractive. Yeah. Like, for the most part, or we all get, you know, I'm on Tuesday or whatever, but they get finished on Saturday night, they're not back in the Wednesday morning, so it's a nice, nice. break off. Really, really nice, You can yeah. plan stuff. Yeah. You can go on a city break, you hop on a plane yeah. on Sunday come back on Tuesday evening like you know what I mean so giving, giving, offering people that attractive place to work and the hours and stuff that was yeah definitely a major plan and are you guys for the most part like I've noticed since COVID a lot of people moving towards like a, I don't know the technical term but like a one team system where you don't need to have like totally yeah that's, that's, really, that's really interesting to me we're all in on a Wednesday wow and we're all in until sorry wow same team closed the same hours restaurants closed like same weeks of the year Everybody has their holidays together. So, wow. Yeah. Um, something I thought about massively, but then if we have, say we have two people off, mm -hmm. two front of the house off the same week and the restaurant's <laughs> open, it's a completely different experience. Yeah. Something like something that you couldn't, that you can't train for. You can't, you know, you can't have a casual staff and come in and offer the same experience as the restaurant manager would. Mm -hmm. So that was the, that's the thing about it. Like just, um, yeah. That's that's the reason. So and it keeps that consistency going. A good service. It's totally about consistency, hundred yeah. percent. Um, yeah, like even me trying to get the like, cover for people, they come in and sort of 
cagey and shaky for the first couple of hours, but that could that could be someone's first time in the restaurant. Yeah, and they've missed something. They don't do something the way we do. It. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, first impression is so important. So, and we want to offer that same experience to everybody at all times. Yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Land on the plane. What's it? Said land on the plane. Land the yeah yeah. If, if you could take anyone from Northern Ireland out for a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or have a meal with them who would you take them or would you take them and why uh, I think I said Van Morrison did I why Van I reckon I reckon I could get him going <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'd drag a cracker at him he's a bit of a grumpy old shite like but uh, yes. few just, pints go, of, just go to the club and almost any afternoon I wouldn't even take him to the club I'd take him to Cali Cellars <laughs> a few pints of Guinness and Get him talking. I just want to talk about him, so he didn't. Do you know what I mean? Talk about something else. The, no, the only reason I'm at the club is that's he's, when he's home. He lives he's there. He lives there practically. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I'm a massive fan. Um, I find him really interesting. Just I love, love to go for a pint with him, chat, chat some nonsense. Yeah, over a few pints and a couple of bottles of wine. Love it. Are you uh, red or white? All of it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yes. One after De- Depends on what you're eating. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. If it's good weather, I'd say I'll have a couple of bottles of white, and then when the sun goes down, I'll go under the red. That guy. No, I'm not fussy. Not fussy. I love it all. As long as it tastes good. As long as it tastes good, I. At a lovely bottle of wine on Saturday. We were up in Shoe, and it was a wine from Uruguay. Okay, magic. And it was stunning. Different. Full-bodied. Really smooth, absolutely, really, really stunning. And it's hard to beat, like it's hard to beat a good bottle of wine. Yeah, totally. And it's interesting as well. You start to, even though you have all these apps now, and you can just you can just bang the the wine in the app, and it'll tell you the whole backstory yeah. in the vineyard wow. and the growers, a producers. Of, and a lot of the snobbery about wines went away. It actually you has. Have to have white wine with face, and you have to have red wine. Aye, it's just a load of nonsense. A load of nonsense. Aye. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot about wine I know how to drink it like <laughs> don't know a whole lot about it um, I know what tastes good and what doesn't really and that's about that's as far as I go with it like um, yeah there's not, there's not better I'm still not used to chilled when you go abroad chilled red wine see I, I like it I'm still I enjoy I'm it maybe catching on to you but maybe it's because I like a more full bodied red wine this uh, is really heavy yeah it's not so good chilled uh-huh. the lighter red wines are nicer chilled I think it's different something different yeah but that it's strange, like, and maybe it's just something. Maybe so, it's a mental thing more than a, a taste thing. It could thing. be more because, like, I'm really old school when it comes to wine. <laughs> it's like bottle of Mondays and you know, brown bag <laughs> and, and pork and <laughs> Buckfast. <laughs> I've never, I have never had. I've tried Buckfast once, and no, I would love to like Buckfast. Really? But no, it's never. Producer will take you out here. He'll show you. He knows where we're in a bottle of Buckfast, yeah. does he? <laughs> Guilty pleasure, food-wise, right? So you know, you mentioned earlier you like the dirt. You like you like outside of food as well. Like, what are you going for? <sighs> guilty pleasure is probably. I don't feel guilty about it. I love well, it. What's your <laughs> what's your non-fine dining pleasure then? <laughs> uh, I love a McDonald's breakfast. Oh, talk to me oh. about the hash browns. Ridiculous. Talk to me about, about them like they are unbelievable. Do you know what? I've stopped eating them when I'm hungover as well because it, it has put me off them. Oh, you want to savour it? You want to really enjoy so, it? So, like, if I'm hungry, like a Saturday morning, we're really busy doing prep, getting ready for, for Saturday lunch and dinner. So, like, 
they all about time will sense one round go grab a uh, sausage egg muffins and a few hash browns like and then the wee cracker uh, bottle of orange juice you get with oh, as well that's perfect mate. it's amazing brilliant but the, like I mean you have to wait a, a while in between having them like yeah 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 uh, once every six weeks or something <laughs> <laughs> and then and then on the other side of the scale if you really wanted to impress someone apart from Rome was there anywhere you would take someone if you really any chance I get that I'm not working, I'll go to Oxley. Ox. Oh, I've had there 15 times, maybe mm. more. I'm going, away. I'm, I'm going the, tomorrow. I've been to Oxley. I love the lunch in Ox. It's incredible. The lunch in Ox is uh. it really, and I love the mothers as well. Um, and we're, we're very lucky here that we have so many good restaurants. Unbelievable. Even, mm. even the smaller scale restaurants are like just really, really going for it. Like it's amazing. Um, if someone's cracking restaurants up in sort of Ballyhackamore, that direction. Yeah. And then the likes of Edo, Hugo, City Centre, they're all really, really mm. good restaurants. Like, um, and they're all doing different stuff as well. Exactly, yeah. You go more Asian style, and Edo's more European, Spanish sort of style. I love the thing that done that's a couple of summers ago, maybe, in Ballyhackamore, where it was like a, a neaten tour, and mm-hmm. you called it Bally Snackamore. Aye. <laughs> And it was a pity they didn't carry on that. People are smart. So it was basically, you got you went to one place and you might have had a pre-starter, another restaurant, you got a starter, ah, and a small. So it was like a, a, a walking buffet. Yeah. Was that down around Belfast for a while as well? Was and the, I loved it. And Billy Snackamore. Just went, that's, that's catchy. <laughs> and then the likes of the Belfast food tour, and uh, which I'll bring you around. Even the street food now in Belfast. Yeah. Like, the Keto's. Tacos are unbelievable. Mm. You have to listen to Gary, like, which is a bit of a negative. It's <laughs> yeah, well, if we get a couple of tacos, like, but uh, no, it's good. And then all the outdoor market and stuff, all the food they're doing is class. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, right? And then we can't, I mean, we cannot not mention your father, who's like an Academy Award winner. Who started off giving you the encouragement just to get you out of the house? Uh, he, just wanted, he just wanted us to keep. He yeah. just wanted us to keep every week. Uh, yeah. And now he's an Academy Award winner. I uh, won an Oscar, like, it's Mendel. Which is brilliant, absolutely, and a brilliant film. Mendel. Really brilliant. It was film. Cracker, really, really good. Really, really good show. Um, hopefully it goes on and I'm going to do a bit more with it. Um, but yeah, we were in my, uh, I have a wee bar at my back, uh, in the garage, we gar- we locked down bar, like. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> one of them was to say We lock in bar? <laughs> we lock in, that's the problem. Um, it's one of them was started out, like, we'll put like, a wee beer keg in the corner, Turned into this full on, full <laughs> on, full on bar like guy. Give us deliveries every Tuesday. Ah, uh, so it's actually mental. Uh, so we went there, stayed up late enough to watch the Oscars. Like um, that must have been some experience. Aye, so it was all sitting there, logging through the, all different categories, and then um, it was it was best short film, and the whole room just went silent. Yeah. My dad sitting there with his hands on his head and just like uh, mental felt like about ten minutes, it was about forty seconds before they called out the winner. Uh, and then all he hears an Irish and then the whole <laughs> place <laughs> goes. I'll show you the video after here. Uh unbelievable. Yeah, really good. And he's put so much into acting like as well, you know, he's done it for years and yeah. years. So Well I think it's actually one t- one time when I was in Rome and it said yeah, the one and it's still it, it has never ever ever left my mind. Um, the musical uh, Dancing Shoes wasn't Dance it? Shoes, George Best about George Best and Ren's father but he was he, he was playing a role 
and George Best was lying on his hospital bed. And you playing, George, playing George Best's father at the time. Playing George Best's father, and he turned into Alex Higgins. And even thinking about it now, I still get uh, it, was I, it was pure magic. Wow. Mm. To see this in front of your eyes with no special effects, no, it was all just your dad. Uh, I have never ever witnessed anything like it in my life. And I even remember saying to Martin Lynch after it. And I said to Martin, here's me, that was just unbelievable. And to this day, and that's a great few years ago. Oh, at least 10 years ago now. Easily, easily. And um, that's never left my mind. I've never witnessed anything like it. Just pure, pure magic. Wow. Alex Higgins actually died like about... 10 days before that started. Is that right, Diane? So it made it a wee bit more... Mm. <clears throat> seemed like it had more of a... bit more weight behind it. Yeah. Um, I remember that too. Like, just oh, turning oh, on with a coat and a hat on. Yeah. And then I had a cue on us. Oh, it was incredible. It was very, very good. That was a great great show. Music and all was good on it too. And then the last time I seen your dad was... And it was the first pantomime I've ever went to in my life. Mm-hmm. And we just said, we'll go to the pantomime. In the opera, it was Cinderella, and you'd, I think your dad was buttons or something. Or ah, he's always buttons. The he's buttons in we everyone. Because um, <laughs> one of the they're all different. Sh- they're all different shows. Every year he always just seems to be buttons. <laughs> no matter what the show is. Ah, no matter what the show is. <laughs> Seven doors, buttons. Um, zipper, it'd be zipper or something. Mm. Um, and one one of the guys that said to me that they were using jewel box in the pantomime. Uh-huh. So with the song at the end. 12 days of Christmas on the 6th day it was 6 bottles of Jawbox then they, they pulled them out so I had to go but it was the <laughs> best crack it's burning crack I mean the amount of stuff all the wee slide jokes kids, in there all the wee that goes over the kids heads hopefully the, <laughs> and then just hit oh, the wee yeah, slide jokes that also so are what make it like well, it's, a, it's a family event like, oh, isn't totally, it? totally. Oh, and good. it was more adults than there was kids aye Rob says um, and Daphne will not be my last pantomime. No, but it was the best crack. Really thoroughly enjoyable. John Lennon too, like Mary McFadden's living legend. Yeah, hilarious. One of the funniest people I ever meet. And just even in real life, just general, just in general, general yeah. on stage he's funny too. Like you get for a pint with him after, like you leave her sore back, sore ribs, sore to God from laughing. It's hilarious. Class. Right, my final questions. Question we always end with: If you could go back in time. To an eighteen-year-old version of yourself. Well, actually, change it. It's not that long ago, really. Yeah, a couple of weeks. <laughs> Go back to a nineteen-year-old version of yourself. So you've just started your uh, your vegetable peeling job, uh-huh. and uh, you bump into yourself in the street, and you've got like a couple of minutes just to to say something to him. What are you saying? Uh, stick at it. Just keep doing your job. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Don't drink as much. Stay out of trouble. Yeah, that's about it. Burn it. Just keep it up. Love it. Definitely, Ryan, it has been an unbelievable pleasure. As I said at the start, Thanks for I was delighted when you said you were going to do this because I honestly believe your story is just unbelievable. And anybody young coming up and has an idea, just go with your gut, really, isn't it? And if you believe. Yeah, it, totally. Like if you want something off, yeah. it doesn't always work out like that, but if you want something off, you get and it, you, like, and you're proud to put the work in. Ah, uh, you obviously you'd slice a lock too, like yeah. you know, um, that's massive in any in anything in life. Um, but just put the work in, and hopefully you'll see the rewards, like. Nope, for a pretty, and wish you every success. I just like to say, you know, in your story, 
like all the wee different journeys you've kind of collected something from each of them and you've taken yeah. it forward into where you are today I just think that's that's the way mm. it works isn't it that's life like isn't it like yeah, you just try and learn from the stuff you've went through and mm-hmm. use it to your advantage like you know yeah um, try and stay out of trouble <laughs> well Jerry's got a wee so gift for is, you this is tradition with the job box sessions to help you stay out of trouble <laughs> Hope it's this is this is your wedding present, really? Uh, <laughs> gonna say he's doubled up here. Uh, <laughs> he's doubled up here. So Thank you very much. For <laughs> do the job box session with very about the job box. Magic. Appreciate that. Very good. Guys, thanks for watching, for listening. Producer Oscar, appreciate you. Jerry, pleasure. Yes, thanks pleasure. Ryan, thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Thanks very it. much for having me. Appreciate it.